late Monday, Falwell said he would indeed step down, acknowledging that some of his posts on social media had embarrassed the school. Liberty University says its new leaders are committed to being good stewards, while also offering heartfelt prayers to the Falwell family. Stephanie Gosk, NBC News. In today's quick hits, the cast of The West Wing is reuniting for a special on HBO Max. The episode will be recorded at the Orpheum Theater in Los Angeles and benefits the nonpartisan When We All Vote initiative. For the first time in decades, the Girl Scouts have a new look. The Fashion Institute of Technology collaborated with the Scouts for the outfits, adding functional changes to the entire collection. And General Mills will sell pouches of marshmallows from Lucky Charms starting next month. No cereal, just the marshmallows. The company says it'll be the first time they'll be available nationwide. Now to more fallout from the coronavirus, with some major layoffs about to take off from American Airlines. Here with the details, CNBC's Juliana Tattlebaum. Hi, Juliana. Good morning. Good morning, Philip. So American Airlines warned in July, you'll remember, that it would have to lay off up to 25,000 flight attendants, pilots, and other staff members this fall due to the steep decline in travel. Well, now the final number has come in, and it is lower than the initial 25,000 that was uh, it was touted, uh, but it is still a staggering 17,500. The CEO delivered the news yesterday saying, today is the hardest message we have had to share so far, the announcement of involuntary staff staffing reductions effective October 1st. Now, the only thing that could stop the layoffs is an extension of the payroll protection program the government approved earlier this year. The airline unions are fighting to extend the protection through March 31st. Now, in some lighter news, for the first time, McDonald's is spicing up a classic fan favorite, spicy chicken McNuggets and mighty hot sauce. They're also introducing a new Chips Ahoy McFlurry, which is going to be vanilla soft serve, caramels, topping, and Chips Ahoy cookie pieces. So very delicious. Now, both are going to be available September 16th at a, at a for limited time at participating locations. But here's the kicker. Wendy's had a pretty spicy response to the news, tweeting, it must have scraped up all of BK's leftovers and slapped a McPrice tag on it. <laughs> Back to you guys. It's making me want to try it even more, though. Yeah. On the back and forth. I love yeah. it. I love it when these social media accounts just start uh, <laughs> yep, we're going right scrapping it up. All right, Juliana, thank you. Good morning, everyone. The Louisiana coast, you're going to start to see impacts from Laura this afternoon, but the brunt of this is going to come in later on tonight. Look at Cameron, Louisiana, 104 miles per hour. Please know your zone and have a plan in place. We'll be right back. As Hurricane Laura continues to intensify in the Gulf this morning, the National Guard is gearing up to mobilize in what could be some of the hardest hit areas of Louisiana. They have set up regional headquarters in Lake Charles. Lake Charles is one of eight parishes under evacuation orders ahead of the hurricane. Our Jay Gray is there and Jay, now it looks like the come before the storm. Yeah, Francis, really calm here at this point, but we know that's going to change dramatically over the next several hours. Look, Louisiana, specifically here, Lake Charles, in the crosshairs right now, the current forecast track, the time to prepare, the time to evacuate, quickly running out here. Sandbags, boards, and building tensions along the Gulf Coast. Kind of nervous for Texas and the west side of Louisiana. 
That's where forecasters say Hurricane Laura will cross the shoreline. Millions in the strike zone on high alert right now. Brittany Thomas and her family locking down their house before landfall. They'll ride it out. We've got water. We've got all kinds of supplies. I mean, basically where we're at, it's, it's equivalent to a bomb shelter, so I'm okay with that. But many across the region now it's time to go. are moving to higher ground in some areas by the bus load. But as families rush to shelters, the storm is not the only concern. Here we are in the middle of um, a possible um, hurricane and trying to actually think about COVID-2. Many areas are using more and larger facilities than in the past, making room for social distancing as the storm continues to churn in the Gulf. We expect the landfall to be just after midnight, Wednesday night into Thursday, and the high tide is at the same time as the expected landfall, so that's going to add additional water on top of that storm surge, a very dangerous situation developing. With Laura growing, gaining strength, and barreling toward the coast. Yeah, look, that storm surge expected to be between 9 and 13 feet at landfall, and that wall of water will pour into lakes and creeks and bayous here causing major problems inland. Back to you guys. Yeah, major problems in a time of pandemic as well. Jay, thank you. All right, let's bring you some good news as we end this day. I'm going to start yours. Uh, baby eastern black rhinoceros was born at the Cincinnati Zoo and Botanical Garden on Friday. And the fact that the mother and father rhinos have produced two calves so far is a big deal because the species is critically endangered. We're talking a 90% drop in just three generations here. Uh, now, unlike many animals, rhinos stay in the womb for 16 months, and that's why it makes this population growth so much slower. Okay, great news all around. We'll take it. You're watching NBC News Now. We've got some breaking news. If they do go back to their jobs, they want to make sure that they are protected. It's news made for your streaming world. Live weekdays starting at 6 a.m. Eastern. On the move, hundreds of thousands are evacuating as Hurricane Laura gains steam and readies for landfall in less than 24 hours. Violent uprisings in Kenosha overnight as the family of Jacob Blake reveals that he may be paralyzed after being shot in the back by police. Day two at the Republican convention drew out even more Trumps to speak before a national stage, including the night's keynote from the First Lady. And Jerry Falwell Jr.'s dramatic exit and multi-million dollar payout. A busy Wednesday ahead. Early today starts right now. Good morning, I'm Philip Mena. I'm Francis Rivera. Breaking this morning, Hurricane Laura strengthens in the Gulf, rekindling fears for millions in Texas and Louisiana. Laura is now a Category 2 hurricane and could make landfall as a Category 3 storm on the anniversary of Hurricanes Harvey and Katrina, two of the most devastating hurricanes to hit those states. Residents are torn between hunkering down in their homes or evacuating, evacuating and riding out the storm in a safer area. Travis Guillory of KJRH has more on what coastal communities are doing. Those with homes and camps here on Vermilion Bay have been here pretty much since the weekend trying to tie things down, 
boarding up windows and elevating furniture and appliances to some upper levels. Many home and camp owners actually cleared out their bottom levels and opened their garages and all of the doors. So that way the water from the bay can actually flow through the house, which is actually going to cause less damage in the long run. But people here on the bay are not strangers to this. It's unfortunately one of the downfalls of choosing to live in a coastal community just feet away from the water. But with some still dealing with damage from Hurricane Barry last year, like Weldon Tokino, they expect what's going to be happening this week to be a lot worse, especially with the storm surge similar to Hurricane Rita from 2005. We had water three or four feet deep here on the road and, and wave action that did a lot of damage, brought in a tremendous amount of mud in our uh, workshops and garages and etc. So that would be the worst thing for us is the high water with the storm hitting to the west of us. And that was Travis Guillory of KJRH reporting. Let's turn now to NBC meteorologist Janessa Webb, who's tracking Hurricane Lauren. Janessa, where do you expect the storm to hit? You know, we're watching very closely the Texas and Louisiana border, but just happening in the last 30 minutes, we have a very healthy storm system, Hurricane Laura, now a Cat 2 hurricane. It has rapidly intensified in the last 24 hours. Right now, we are seeing sustained winds of 105 miles per hour. There's still that west-northwest movement at 17 miles per hour, and that is going to really be continuous uh, through the next uh, 24 hours. The cone of uncertainty has shrunk. But now we're expecting by this afternoon, it's going to sit in a warm body of water and really gain some more steam. Potentially a, ma a major hurricane turning into a Cat 3 by tonight and landfall expected possibility right now for Cameron, Louisiana to Lake Charles. It continues its trek and that's what's really going to cause the storm surge. We hope that land uh, acts as a, a letting it shred apart, but unfortunately we're not going to see that. It still gains steam as it makes its way across the Mississippi Valley and then all the way into the Northeast. So watching the storm surge, that is going to be the big thing from New Orleans to Galveston, Texas, up to 7 to 11 feet. Guys. All right, Janessa, thank you so much for that update. And we have more breaking news from Wisconsin where protests have escalated again. Reports of shots fired near a gas station. It's unclear who fired or if anyone was injured. Earlier, officers appeared to use a large cloud of tear gas to clear another street. This unrest began after police shot Jacob Blake in the back. At an emotional press conference, Blake's family gave an update on his condition. There is a chance that the 29-year-old may never walk again. Here's NBC's Dan Shenneman. Another uneasy night in Kenosha after the shooting of Jacob Blake. The 29-year-old was shot seven times in the back Sunday. The incident captured on video. His family says he is paralyzed from the waist down. They shot my son seven times. Seven times. Like he didn't matter. But my son matters. Police have said little, calling it a domestic incident that involved a shooting. An investigation is ongoing. The shooting ignited two nights of protests in Kenosha, protests that began peacefully, but grew violent and destructive. Never in a million years did I think that anything like this would ever happen in Kenosha. Never. After the sun came up, the smoke cleared. It was time to clean up, while the family of Jacob Blake pleaded for calm. 
if Jacob knew what was going on as far as that goes, the violence and the destruction, he would be very unpleased. A family asking for prayers, a community in need of peace. Dan Sheneman, NBC News. There is more reaction from the sports world to the shooting of Jacob Blake. The Detroit Lions called off their practice, the team choosing to take a stand instead. You might step on some toes, you might rough some feathers, but uh, in, in order for change to happen, in order for something to happen, you know, someone has to be uncomfortable. And more NBA players are questioning their time in the bubble, with some considering a potential boycott. The bombastic case for a second term takes center stage as Vice President Mike Pence headlines night three of the Republican National Convention. Other big names include outgoing White House counselor Kellyanne Conway and Congressman Dan Crenshaw. Night two closed out on a decidedly softer note from First Lady Melania Trump. Since March, our lives have changed drastically. The invisible enemy, COVID-19, swept across our beautiful country. To those of you who want to stand up and fight the socialists poisoning our schools and burning our cities, join me in supporting President Trump. Let's rebuild America together. The Democrats want America where your thoughts and opinions are censored when they do not align with their own. The Biden-Harris vision for America leaves no room for people of faith. The night also defied tradition in several ways. NBC's Alice Barr has more. America. Night two of the Republican National Convention showcasing the Trump presidency and shattering norms. In a display of presidential power, he pardoned a Nevada man who leads a prisoner reentry program. You have done incredible work. Thank you, sir. He also presided over an immigration naturalization ceremony. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo in a break with tradition that prohibits mixing campaign politics and U.S. policy, endorsing President Trump while on an official trip to Jerusalem, where the president delivered on a controversial campaign promise to relocate the U.S. Embassy. The president, too, moved the U.S. Embassy to this very city of God, Jerusalem, the rightful capital of the Jewish homeland. Turning a more personal spotlight on President Trump, two of the president's children fiercely defending him. Make America Great Again is not a slogan for my father. It is what drives him to keep his promise of doing what is right for American citizens. And First Lady Melania Trump headlining the night with an address from the White House Rose Garden before a live audience, again breaking precedent by using the White House as a campaign backdrop. To mothers and parents everywhere, you are warriors. In my husband, you have a president who will not stop fighting for you and your families. Republicans hoping the First Lady will appeal to female voters in key battleground states. In Washington, Alice Barr, NBC News. After a contentious resignation, Jerry Falwell Jr.'s liberty may have come up with a lump sum. The Wall Street Journal reports he could be owed a $10.5 million payout. According to a person close to Falwell with knowledge of his employment contract, he may be due his $1.25 million salary for the next two years, plus another $8 million of his responsibilities are reduced. A spokesman for Liberty University didn't respond to requests for comment from the paper. The evangelical leader resigned from the college his father founded under a cloud of scandal. Our Stephanie Gosk has the latest.
Jerry Falwell Jr. took over Liberty University, one of the largest evangelical schools in the world, over a decade ago, after his father's death. Now he tells the Wall Street Journal that a group of self-righteous people are behind the push to remove him. The university saying it has accepted his resignation in the wake of multiple scandals. Reuters reported that the Falwells became entangled with Giancarlo Granda over eight years ago after meeting the then 20-year-old at a Miami hotel. In a statement, Falwell said his wife Becky had an affair with Granda, who later tried to extort them. Granda denies the accusation, telling Reuters that Jerry knew about the affair and would sometimes watch him and Becky together. Granda sharing phone conversations with Reuters, including this exchange from 2018. His new thing is like telling me every time he hooks up with people, like, <laughs> like I don't have feelings or something. You don't make a joke, Yeah. All of this less than a month after Falwell posted and then deleted this photo on Instagram. Despite his defense that it was all in good fun, Liberty University put the 58-year-old on indefinite leave. In a statement Monday night, the school said additional matters came to light that made it clear that it would not be in the best interest of the university for him to return from leave. According to the university, Falwell responded by agreeing to resign immediately, but then instructed his attorneys not to send his resignation. In an interview with the Wall Street Journal late Monday, Falwell said he would indeed step down, acknowledging that some of his posts on social media had embarrassed the school. Liberty University says its new leaders are committed to being good stewards, while also offering heartfelt prayers to the Falwell family. Stephanie Gosk, NBC News. NBC meteorologist Janessa Webb joins us once again with the very latest on Hurricane Laura. Yeah, good morning, you two. We now have a Cat 2 hurricane and hurricane warnings that are in place for East Texas all the way into portions of central Louisiana. That means these warnings take heed to them. It's going to be taking place later this afternoon into your evening. I think also potential for tomorrow morning as well. The storm surge along with rain on top of that up to three to five inches across Louisiana into the Mississippi Valley. That's a look at the big weather of the day. Here's a closer look at your day ahead. So our temperature is very warm and that's going to fuel that storm. San Antonio today, 100 degrees, watching a few storms across Nashville this afternoon. Tampa today, 94, partly sunny skies across Orlando. We'll continue to look at impacts coming up, guys. All right, Janessa, thank you. Uh, McDonald's is spicing up its menu with the addition of two new items. One is spicy McNuggets. Uh, the other is Chips Ahoy McFlurry. It marks the first time that it's added a new type of McNugget to the menu in the United States. They'll be available nationwide for a limited time starting September 16th. Now, fast food competitor Wendy's, they weighed in on the new spicy McNuggets on Twitter, writing, must have scraped up all BK's leftovers and slapped them a price tag on it. You know, Man, that's <laughs> yeah. Did. That is some shade there, but Wendy's has wow. some room to talk. The Wendy's spicy nuggets are no joke. No, they aren't. They aren't, them. but man, that is a low blow. Hey. It's a war. The fast food wars. There you go. Nugget war right there. <laughs>